The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. It can be hard to think about upgrading your technology right now with the market taking a downturn, but can tech actually help you get through these linear times? Welcome to The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network. Today, I'm joined by Trevor Bono. He's Director of Customer Success for Prima Tech. Trevor, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. And so just you know, starting out with the, the question that I threw out there at the top, I mean, why should people in the mortgage industry be thinking about upgrading their tech and, and looking for the latest technology right now? Well, you know, there's two things that happen when the market's at an upswing, and that is that uh, lenders will either throw technology or people at problems. And they tend to do that in, in a rather rapid fashion. Uh, when things slow down, uh, of course, they, they're now looking at potentially reducing staff, which creates, you know, it can create friction points, places where uh, the staff can't get as much done as before and technology may apply. Uh, you can maybe deploy some automations in there. Um, but on the other side of things where they've thrown tech at the problem, it becomes a really good time to assess that tech. If we think of it as, uh, you know, if I reached a, a tough financial time in my life, it might be a good time to look at whether or not I really need that Netflix and whether I really need that that Disney Plus subscription. So you want to come in and take a look at that tech and make sure you're getting the value out of it that you really expected to be. And just in general, you know, I've heard others sort of criticize the mortgage industry in general saying, uh, you know, people are not always up with the latest technology. How would you compare the mortgage industry compared to you know, healthcare, other fields where there's a lot of paperwork, uh, but certainly in healthcare, we know there, there's a lot of embracing of technology. Do you think that the mortgage industry is doing that? Or do you think it's just as you said, when times are good and suddenly there's money and staff to, to spare, maybe we look at uh, some niceties? Um, in comparison to other industries, I think it's all actually about the same. You know, um, within the mortgage space, you have some companies that have fully adopt, adopted technology um, and, and others who are obviously, you know, kind of lagging behind. Um, one of the one of the biggest factors at a, a recent conference I was at, um, there was a, a panel that came forth and was talking about how you can embrace more technology. This panel was composed of primarily uh, high-level executives at really big companies, and their whole approach was talking about hiring whole development teams and getting into whole uh, SDLC or software development lifecycle process. That could be intimidating for mid-level banks, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you you know you can't adopt great technology. And what are some of the ways, as you mentioned, you know things get tight. Everyone looks at what do I really need. What what what's some of the ways that you would say you need technology right now and it can help you? What are some of the things technology can help uh, brokers do if they haven't really taken that step yet? Well, in a in a, a lot of ways, 
once you look at your process, you know, there, there's several places throughout the process. I can think of some of the, um, obviously the automations that we've deployed into the marketplace. Uh, Brima has over 30 plus automations that stem from the front of the process to the back. And um, some of those are picking up tasks that lenders often assume is just the price of doing business. For example, sending out uh, initial disclosures, sending out closing disclosures, uh, sending out flood certs, uh, doing data validation to make sure a loan's ready to go to the next step. A lot of lenders are using human beings at this time to stare and compare, to check the checker. And uh, you can utilize automation and technology to kind of pick up on those things and make your whole process more efficient. And, and, you know, looking at, you know, you can do this up and down your entire process. Uh, and obviously there's some, some big, some big steps you can take, some, some big purchases you can make. Are there some low hanging fruits where, you know, if, if somebody has been dragging their feet and then they, you know, hear a pitch from someone like you that, Hey, this can really speed up your process and give you more time to, to focus on winning over customers. What are some low hanging fruits where you can get started doing one or two things and you'll really see a big payoff? Some of those things I actually mentioned in my previous answer when we talk about closing disclosures or um, initial disclosures, you know, a lot of that process within LOSs can be uh, painfully manual. Uh, it's just a, a knowledgeable human being clicking a button and waiting for something to happen, waiting for PDFs to generate and tying those to a, a delivery method. And that that can be automated very quickly. Actually, uh, most automation cases that that we've had where we've used RPA, um, it's been really simple. A customer said, I, I'm thinking about automating this. And we say, well, send us a video. They send us a video and we come back uh, days later with this is how we'd automate that process. And within two to three weeks could actually implement that uh, that automation. And as you mentioned, you know, there is a disparity, obviously, major, major banks. Uh, they have they have the resources to do their own development teams, and of course they have. Uh, when you look at the scale, they can use this technology all over the country versus smaller and mid level banks, where maybe it's more of a regional thing. Um, but technology can change so fast, especially now that we're looking at um, you know artificial intelligence and and some of the ways you're able to use automation now. How how quickly can you fall behind if you're dragging your feet and saying I need to focus on writing loans right now? Uh, you can fall behind pretty quickly. Uh, you have to realize that, uh, you know, when you use that big example, obviously the mid-level and the smaller banks are always trying to compete with the big boys. So every day that you're taking, you know, waiting to uh, to adopt that process is that one more day that your your competition is getting exponentially ahead of you. You know, um, <clears throat> you know, as, as just as an example, I think this kind of relates. You know, uh, we have a client who's uh, used has over 13 automations currently in process. And that those 13 automations saved that client over 1 million minutes last year in employee time. 1 million minutes of employee time. Um, and th that's pretty significant. Now that lender has positioned themselves not only for what we're currently feeling, which is a downturn in the market, but when things get better, better they're going to be significantly more efficient at processing loans. Don't miss the nation's largest show for successful mortgage pros. Originator Connect returns to Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas, August 18th through the 21st. See us at OriginatorConnect.com. It's simply the greatest mortgage conference in the known universe. OriginatorConnect.com. And, and to that point, I mean, you know, you, you've, you've obviously mentioned earlier about, you know, when, when things are tight, you look at what you need. Do you find people, once they go to the technology, are they getting away from it? Or are they seeing the value, especially now? when I need to maximize my resources and, and find uh, the ability to write loans wherever I can find it? 
Uh, we've we've seen the opposite of what you would think right now, uh, which is which is a positive sign. Uh, when things turn down, it's time. That is the time to invest, um, to prepare for when things get better, to help you with the downturn, to help you with you know. I hate to say it, but the reduction of staff. How do I get more loans done with less people? Is a lot of uh, what people are thinking of today, and uh, you know. So we're seeing uh, uh, some of our clients come to us and say, you know, give me more, give me more. Can you do this? Can you do that? Because they're they're not only looking ahead, but they're looking to right now. How can I reduce staff and and use automation to help my whole process, my whole own manufacturing process, be more efficient. And what do you say, you know, I mean, you've kind of just explained why people should do technology, but what do you say to, you make this pitch to somebody, everything you've just said to me, and you you talk to a broker who's saying, I hear you, but I just don't have the time. I don't have the money. What 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 do you, what do you say to them to sort of maybe try to get them to, to take that leap? Uh, well, that's a, that's an interesting challenge, right? Um, if you don't have the time and you don't have the money, um, you know, you're, you're going to pay for pay exponentially later. Um, you know, like we discussed earlier, putting in these automations can be really small and really quick. And we talk about a, a tight time frame of two weeks, We're talking about a small project. So obviously something that's not, uh, incredibly expensive to do. And, uh, when you put that, we, again, we've seen, we've put a small automation into a client as let's say a proof of concept. And that client has taken that and continues to now add on to that with smaller automations. Or in some cases, you do get clients who want to automate whole processes rather than sub-processes. Um, and we can take a sub-process, automate it. They get that value out of it. They see what they're going to get. And then they expand upon that. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing a lot of people, once they once they get things automated, they don't want to go back to the old-fashioned write-it-out-by-hand. <laughs> no, they don't want to go back. And to the earlier comment, you know, uh, or the earlier question, if you're going to bring in, you know, a whole development team, the the reality is that you now have that overhead that you can never get rid of. You know, once you start writing custom code that only your developing team knows, you know, that is an expense you will have the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Trevor, thanks so much for joining us and uh, helping us take a look into the future. Well, thanks for having me. And we'll have the rest of your headlines right after this word. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. Here's the rest of your headlines for today, August 4th. Mortgage rates continue to fall as the market remains unstable. The 30-year fix is now at 4.99% dipping below 5% for the first time since April. That's down from a peak of 5.81 in late June. The 15-year fix has made a similar decline. And Black Knight's second quarter earnings were down 88% from the first quarter, but the numbers still remained 1.5% above last year. The company also said things are progressing with its sale to Intercontinental Exchange. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Cotamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.